0: A big. I'm a stunt hard on a glamour Never did I pause, no pose for the camera I am in action, I am relaxing Y'all like the tax man, nobody likes you when you come around axin' I drop facts man, y'all pull the seat up I'm Miami, Ron, the city about to heat up Jump like crisscross, I don't need Chris crisscross Never slang though, I show you how to pitch balls I go hard in the plank I was on the ass, now they all on my tank they about to cash, why they all about to fight? When I pull up in this jump, spin it all out of prank. Yeah, I drop a line for the humor. I'm a consumer. Too much Cleveland Jr. Never loud on the track. Check your rumors. King of the living room. I could like the rumor. I start hard. Hey. I start hard. Hey. I start hard. Hey. Yes. And I'm the fucking dude. But they don't seem to see it, so I'm getting fucking... Wrong.
1: The inaugural, the opening Hawkins Brothers show. To have a Hawkins Brothers show, you need Hawkins Brothers. I am Cameron Hawkins, and you are Milan Hawkins. So yeah, um, it's funny. My brother and I, which you'll probably hear a lot starting now, um, both kind of had the same idea and didn't tell each other. Um... I guess in order to see why this is a big deal to us and why we think this will be a good thing, you got to understand some things about us. So um, it being your first time doing it, let me kind of kick it off. Um, You know, we have a podcast that I already do, uh, the South Congress podcast and the uh, South Congress podcast fan by fan show. Um, But that audience is, you know, mostly for. A specific crowd that's a comic crowd, a geek culture crowd, um, you know, along those lines. And what we're aiming for here is more of a general pop culture, current event, uh, lifestyle type thing. So, um, yeah, I think in order to kind of acclimate ourselves with the audience, um, they should get to know us a little bit. So, I'm Cameron, I'm 30, i Was born in Camp Springs, Maryland. I grew up in San Antonio, Texas, and I currently reside
2: in Austin, Texas. And I'm Milan, uh, 24, grew up in, or born in Bethesda, Maryland, grew up in Temple Hills, uh, Suitland, Waldorf a little bit, Maryland area, Um, moved to uh, the Dallas, Texas area around mid two thousand and twelve and uh just recently moved out to Austin with Cameron
1: so the
2: thing you're probably asking
1: is why do these two people who are brothers sound so different um who are the Hawkins brothers because our dad is Stefan Hawkins um I you know am what, seven years older, about to be thirty one so my parents got divorced uh, when I was really young. Uh, my mother got remarried when I was five. And uh, her and my stepfather had my little sister when I was seven. Conversely uh, you know my dad uh, was seeing um was seeing somebody and him and his long-term girlfriend had a son about around the same time as my sister and that's my brother so uh, my mother and stepfather are both military so I left Maryland when I was eight years old moved around a little bit and they ended up settling in San Antonio. Meanwhile Milan was in Maryland so, I guess a long story short, we've been, what, living together about two weeks? This is the longest we've ever been around each other for a steady period of time. (laughs) And, you know, we talk all the time. Um, You know, when we got kind of of that age where you could call back and forth, we definitely did that. Um, When Milan moved to Dallas, we talked more often and he would come visit and now he lives here. So, like, as much as this is... Us talking about things going on in the world, talking about things we're interested in. It's also us building um, and really getting to know each other. Uh, you know, our time together has been limited, like even with conversations. So these last couple of weeks, we've kind of been figuring each other out. And so we're going to continue to do that. Um, so, Malone, before we get into talking about a few things, is there anything? you think people should know going forward? I know there's a couple of things I'm kind of thinking about, but um, anything you want to share before we kind of jump into uh,
2: kind of the meat of what's going on? Pause. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I feel like everything that anything that I could uh, put a label on or give out or people to find out within conversation. People will get a gist of
1: Yeah. And I think, um, you know, just, just to, and and again, this will come out as we start talking about things, but even though we're, you know, brothers, we are, we grew up in very different environments. Um, we grew up different socioeconomically, you know, um, the ethnic makeup of who we grew up around is very different. um, you know, we, I think we're, we're into kind of the same things as far as music goes, you know, like pretty much listen to the same music, pretty much watch the same sports, um, you know, fashion wise, pretty much the same, even though it's different. Like you're,
2: you're more of a 30 year old, <laughs> I'm more beer, a 24 year old. This
1: is true. This is true. So, so like on a base level, there are similar things like we, we know what each other's wearing. We just might not both be wearing it. Like. Like right now, he's in a hockey jersey and camo pants and probably some type of Jordans, and I'm in sweatpants and a Power Rangers T-shirt <laughs> and like KD's. So it's 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 different,
2: but it's the same. But it's
1: the same. So yeah, it, you'll kind of understand that. So let's see when I um when we kind of originally pitched this, uh, you know, when you and I were talking, you you know, he's like, I want to talk about you know current events stuff. Which I do want to do Um, I think There's some things We'll touch on but won't dive into Only because they've been done to death Gotcha. Um, And once we get that far There's something you want to talk about That I'm absolutely not going to talk about (laughs) And you'll understand why Um, So let's start here Because it's as good a time as any Tell me what J. Cole
2: did today Uh, J. Cole released A 40 minute documentary uh, Pretty much a Pre-album documentary, seeing as how his album is supposed to come out on December 9th, I believe, uh, For Your Eyes Only. Uh, documentary was, like I said, 40 minutes long, uh, had two, essentially, music videos uh, in it and was filled with a lot of just studio sessions and uh, different people playing different instruments for samples on songs and stuff of that nature.
1: Hey, guess what? Fuck J. Cole,
2: <laughs> and here's
1: why I say that. Like, I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm on social media a lot, and sometimes I say say things to rile people up. Like, I like to kind of get under people's skin, Look. even if I don't have like the strongest opinion on something. I really don't like J. Cole. Um, and when I say don't like, uh, I feel like you always have to clarify with stuff like this. Like, I'm not saying he's a bad rapper. I don't think you can say that, because like when you talk about like technical prowess and the ability to put words together and make things rhyme, he's very good at that. I just don't care at all. (laughs) But but what's crazy is this: like people always talk about you know your Generation X and your Millennials and you know the younger generation is touchy on things and they can't take criticism and things like that. I don't know how true that is, but when it comes to J Cole, I know it's true. (laughs) Because this is what happens You tell somebody That you don't like J. Cole And you know what they do And they jump down your throat and say No They ask you who? Okay, Who's better If you don't like J. Cole Then who do you like Who are your top five favorite rappers That's (laughs) what they sound like If you don't like J. Cole Who are your top five favorite rappers And it's like But no That doesn't matter and then what they do, they try to rap shame you, like, oh, mm-hmm. so you listen to Two Chains,
2: but you don't listen to, Jay but, Cole. but not J Cole. You listen and, to Amigos, but you don't, yeah, listen but to you J. listen to J Cole. Like,
1: like, like you just not, you not getting the words, you don't understand what he's saying. That is the biggest insult anybody could ever put on me. Like somebody who knows me, like my educational background and my upbringing,
2: yeah,
1: to say that an you artist is above my you. head is so fucking disrespectful. Very. Mike, I, I, I can just not like
2: things. But I, I do feel like uh, with that, uh, to an extent, educa- uh, educational background means something when it comes to something being over your head, but at the same time, I don't think it does. Uh, I think it's just a matter of, and, and not you particularly, but yeah. I feel like some people just aren't uh, good at catching witty good at catching clever. People can at certainly miss bars. Yeah, And you could be, I feel like you can be a college graduate with a master's degree. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what J. Cole, I wouldn't use J. Cole particularly, but a lot of what somebody like Wayne or somebody like 2 Mm Chains would say you might not get it at first listen. You might not get it at second listen. But over time you might you might hear it at a random moment and it'll catch you and you'll understand it and you're like, oh man, I I wouldn't have thought about that. But here's the thing: like, you love Wayne, love Wayne, you love Wayne. Shout out to Lil Wayne. If you I, ever listen to this, Wayne, you the greatest, bro.
1: I used to, but 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 hear me out. I think Little Wayne pre Carter three, that stretch from 500 degrees to, to right before two. Carter three. Like to okay. me, that's one of the best. Like, airs and rap it is like like right there. Is. like he's he was on a whole nother level but you didn't have the same debates about Wayne like people weren't saying Wayne's boring you know like right. and, but but the thing is and Wayne's wordplay was crazy and it still is and, okay th- th- fair even though it's not it fair is. but <laughs> b- people didn't have the same criticism of Wayne so let me basically say, like, this is what J. Cole has bred. J. Cole specifically, okay. <laughs> this is a real tweet from eight o'clock this morning because people got to wake up and be headasses about <laughs> J. Cole. Headass. Those who call J. Cole trash, an artist who consistently delivers food for
2: thought, I believe they're afraid to think. They fear reality. See, I, I, I think people make too many bold statements. Please that, that, that's, run. That's too bold. Run
1: five feet in a four foot room, please.
2: <laughs> Jump you. from ten feet up into a four foot pool. Oh my god! Just statements too bold. But because
1: it could be this, like uh, my friend Patricia today. Uh, I think she um, sent me the uh, the video of the J Cole freestyle from today, and she says, as it plays a little bit in the background, she says. Uh, I think he saw your post. I said, yeah. And he's still putting me to sleep. She said, I like him. I said, which is absolutely fine. And she said, I know. And like, it's fine that you think he's boring. I said, exactly. Why can't people agree like we are? And she said, it's because their egos are weak. And it's true. Like, And, and this is something that is common in people. But for some reason with him, I think it sticks out because people take music to heart. Mm-hmm. It's that... When somebody disagrees with you, you feel the need to defend your you point because you don't want to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you, you don't want to feel like you've wasted time. Or feelings. So you, you, yeah, so you find ways to make it about somebody else's inferiority, mm-hmm. other than questioning yourself. And I'm just—he's just, just a rapper. He's
2: just a rapper. He's just a rapper. And it's fine if you like him, and it's fine if he puts you to sleep. Uh, what I, what I, I guess can't. I mean, who cares if I respect him or not? But uh, what I can't necessarily respect is when someone questions someone's talent level. Uh, I can respect that you don't like j Cole. I can mm-hmm. respect that he put you to sleep. But you, I can also respect that you acknowledge that he's actually a, a really good rapper. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to listen to him. Uh, and a lot of that goes to, like, there's a lot of different rappers that have that effect on people. You're either going to really like them or you're going to be really indifferent. You don't really care for them. Uh. Big thing is, J. Cole's extremely monotone. He doesn't... He's never too high, he's never too low. He's not gonna emote. He's, uh, he doesn't emote. Uh, somebody else like that currency. Currency's extremely monotone, but... For those of us who... Smoke more than drink. <laughs> uh, it's... 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 For lack of a better word, it's smooth. It's... Mm. Mood music. It's... Vibe music. Uh... And a lot, uh, J. Cole and Currency have a lot of, uh, not a lot in common, but one thing they have in common is they're they're really good at storytelling. And if you can, I feel like if you can get past the monotony of it, you can appreciate, you can learn to appreciate it a lot more. You know what else is really smooth? What's really Diamond Tap? Very true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's funny. Like my man
1: Earl was on me about not liking J. Cole, and he's a big J. Cole fan and he's a big currency fan and he smokes a shitload of weed. So I mean do you understand. Yeah, like it's it's again like I, I would never question the guy's talent level. Um, but I absolutely don't ever want to hear him rap about anything ever. <laughs> so it's funny. We're talking about things that you respect as far as talent goes and don't want anything to do with one of the things you wanted to talk about was the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm not going to do it.
2: We got to talk about them. As no, we much, don't. As much as I no, can't stand, I no, don't, don't want to use the word hate. No, we don't. But, but as can't... much as I can't stand the Cowboys. D- speak your piece and let's be done with it because, no. Being a Redskins fan and dealing with this 11-1 season, it's either going to crush me on the inside come January, or I'm going to be one of the happiest men on earth come January. One of the two.
1: It's hard when you're somebody who follows college football and sees players do well and mm-hmm. you want to see them continue to do well and then they play for a team that you, you don't want to see do well. It's difficult. It is. Um, that's, what, that's all I'm going to say because no. So <laughs> let's talk about college football really quick because okay. we have, starting tonight, as a matter of fact, we have all these championship games mm-hmm. Um who do you have, Washington or Colorado?
2: Uh, my heart wants to say I, I want Colorado to win really bad. Uh, but I, I just think Washington's receivers are two just on a whole nother level. I feel like they got top three, at, at the very least, top three uh, receiving cores in the country, so... I don't know. And I feel like Browning can just put that put that ball up and they'll find a way to go get it. And I don't think Colorado's going to be able to hang with them after two, three quarters.
1: I like Colorado's story. Um, like, I liked it. That was, like, one of the losingest teams ever. Mm-hmm. And those kids toughed it out. And now they're, you know, got a long shot mm-hmm. at playing, at making the playoff. Won the a long South. shot. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but I think, no, I think, you know, think, um, you know Peterson is... Just such a good coach. Like, look at what he did with Boise. Really, extremely good Um, coach. You know, when when you can, when you have that mind for football, and then you actually get to a place where talent will come, Mm -hmm. um, and you can implement your system there. They they're just so impressive, and I don't see them losing that game. I don't. So, um, like, I also I think Colorado would be such a feel good story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. But
2: even if Colorado gets a W, uh, they're not getting in that final four. I think too far. They're not getting in the playoff. Uh, So. I mean, they plan for a Rose Bowl berth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'd like to see him make it, but even then, they go into a Rose Bowl and have to play a Big Ten team. Don't see too much good going for him. Navy or Temple. Uh, that triple option. That triple option is you can just beat dangerous. anybody. It's dangerous. Anybody. And it's a wonder that. Uh, Navy and Georgia Tech are really the only programs that that's, still that, that's consistently live and die by the triple option. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I I don't see too many people stopping it. And I definitely don't see Temple stopping it.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think Navy's going Navy's gonna to get that. And it's funny. Navy's really kind of one loss away from maybe being in the Final Four.
2: If um, they got Sean live.
1: Yeah. Um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State.
2: Mm, that's tough. Uh, I f- I can't stand Baker Mayfield. I really like him as an athlete, but a couple of things I read, I'm not too keen on Baker Mayfield, but I like D.D. Westbrook. Uh, I think Oklahoma probably will win it, but I do also think that Oklahoma State's going to come out with a chip on their shoulder because of the Central Michigan loss. And I think they, they feel like now on a national scale they can kind of write that right the wrong at the NC, that the, the officials did. And I, I want to go Oklahoma by three. Everything about
1: Oklahoma is ugly. The state is ugly. Very. The people are ugly. Never been. Um, I'm sure the politics are ugly. Probably. Um, I'm sure the houses are ugly. <laughs> like I'm sure people's driveways are ugly so you park in the street. Everything about Oklahoma disgusts me. Um, with that said, I, I got more buddies who play for Oklahoma State than Oklahoma, so fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, everything about that is disgusting. Uh, Wisconsin-Penn State. Well, i say this while you think about it. I'm going to say Wisconsin. I like teams that just hit you in the mouth.
2: Mm-hmm. I like
1: teams that just line up and run the ball and throw to the tight end. Um and then get on defense and hit you in the mouth. Um, not that Penn State isn't those things. I just think like Wisconsin, you know, just jumped off. I even though LSU was running an offense from nineteen seventy two, they still went in there and beat them 19-27. at a the neutral site. Yeah, they still went in there and beat them. Um, I like Wisconsin. Uh, I think that should be a really good game. And we'll we'll get back to that game in a second. Um, well, 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 you go ahead we'll, we'll talk about the big 10 a little
2: bit okay uh I wanna I'm gonna go with Penn State uh mm-hmm. for one reason uh I, I, I get a hundred percent where you're coming from mm-hmm. with how Wisconsin just lines up and just punishes you punishes mm-hmm. you punishes you first first quarter to fourth quarter but uh Penn State has the biggest biggest uh points margin uh in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they're finishing games. They're finishing games. Mm-hmm. Uh and I feel like I feel like Penn State can keep it within one possession uh up until the fourth quarter and I mean, checking that track record, I think they'll take off on them. Clemson Virginia Tech, do we even really need to <sighs> it,
1: it's Clemson in a game they should win by 20 winning by 7.
2: Like I feel like Clemson's already Clemson yeah, again they, yeah, they crimsoned
1: already, so they so they're over it. Yeah, so so they crimsoned, and luckily everybody else played normal football, so there they are. And then of course the other game, Bama Florida. Okay, so the spread the spread is twenty four points. The spread is twenty four. I think they win by thirty five. I think they win by thirty five. Now here is the thing about Alabama. Um, I don't have a personal grudge against them. Like, they ruined Colt McCoy's perfect season, but mm-hmm. I don't personally dislike them. Like, they're finally at that point where they, they've they gotten all these top recruiting classes. They have the best coach. And now, they have their most talented physically quarterback. Mm-hmm. I just... Like, I want them Like we talked about it yesterday, about how like I want the Warriors to be good. I want to see you make history. Oh, mm-hmm. All that shit. I want to see Alabama do that because one black quarterback.
2: It's it's, like, it's I'm, it still yeah. blows my mind to see in an Alabama uniform right. behind center a black guy with dreads. Yeah, with with frosted tips. That that's something that's still. And you know, I and still he's a, he's a
1: true freshman, right? Mm-hmm. He's a true freshman, and he's what 6'4", 220? Mm-hmm. He's a
2: monster. He's gonna come come his junior year. There's there's no way he won't win Heisman.
1: Well, well you know? The only reason I say they might he might not win the Heisman if Lane Kiffin leaves, oh, yeah. because a lot of what he does, like the way Lane Kiffin, Lane has Kiffin, has Kiffin the offense going. It. Yeah, yeah, he he knows how to get the most out of those athletes. Definitely. I think they win this, and then I think they beat uh, Washington. Who I think who is who I think they'll play. Yeah. I like think they beat Washington, One and, four, yeah. and then they beat Clemson, and then they're fifteen and zero. And yeah, uh,
2: I don't think I don't think Clemson will be in that final game, bro.
1: Okay,
2: well, but let's okay, okay. touch it. Okay, so
1: here's the thing. With that said, does the winner of the Big Ten championship game get in the final four? or Does Ohio State get in the final four?
2: I think Ohio State's in no matter what. I think. I, I, I don't see Penn State or Wisconsin getting in that Final Four. Well, it, it all depends. It it's, There's so many different one variables. One of those
1: teams has to
2: kill the other team. Has to destroy the other team. They can't play a close game. can't. Uh, and I, I think Ohio State's a shoo-in no matter what. I, I think that, that UM-Ohio State game, I, I think that was... Could you imagine Clemson or Washington getting left out with one loss?
1: Like, what do you tell them?
2: I I can, but I don't. Don't but think it'll no, happen. I think
1: I'm I would love to see Oklahoma win and find a way to get in no and get left out oh yeah and yeah, I'd yeah. love to see Baker Mayfield go to uh, New York for the Heisman ceremony and lose oh he will I want all these things to happen um and you know what we'll let this play out but we can talk uh, we can talk Heismanology next week
0: because yeah I think we know how that's gonna break down yeah
1: yeah that'll be there so sports fun. We love talking about sports. Yay. You wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the National Anthem and Tommy Loren. Mm-hmm. I want to skip the National Anthem. Okay. Because you're not a Facebook guy. Not at all. Um, there's been a lot of talk about it. I feel like... Um, been driven too much. Yeah. We'd be kind of treading water. Gotcha. What do you think about Tommy Loren's appearance on The Daily Show? Because you, um, you actually watched it in full
2: yesterday. Yeah. And um, I've never seen it before.
1: Well, let me... Before,
2: oh, you've never watched her. Never heard her name.
1: Okay, never seen her. So, did you watch like after I told you yesterday? Did you watch anything else that she's done? No. Let me tell you something that she said. Um, when Beyonce did the Lemonade video and was uh like on top of the cop. Oh, car the formation or video. Yeah, yeah, the formation video and was on top of the cop car or whatever. Tommy Loren got on her show and was like, How dare she do that? How can she feel this way when uh yo, no, you've heard drug dealers anonymous. Yeah. That's who they sample. Yeah. That's Tommy Loren.
2: Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, okay.
1: So, so does that kinda help? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here's
2: Did she get a check?
1: Oh, sure. Here's um here's the thing about Tommy Loren and people like Tommy Loren. As nice as it is, to see Trevor Noah make her look like an idiot. The people who feel the way she feels don't feel any different because of what happened At last all. night. Um like like really it's a way for her to get on and sell some books pretty much. You know, um sell some streams. And then when when you do that in front of liberals who are like ha ha like we made her look stupid. The thing that she's missing is all those people who voted the same way she did that you don't see on a daily basis they're not gonna speak up At all. and say all of a sudden this is how i feel they're gonna continue to do the things that they do so mm-hmm. like to me it was um again you like to see people kind of get their comeuppance but it didn't serve a purpose like people are like patting trevor noah on the back and salute trevor noah like yeah. you know him, him being out there but like i don't know you you don't You don't give raving lunatics more of a platform to be raving lunatics.
2: I think. Yeah, and I I fully agree with that. I fully agree. Uh, How I actually uh, the only reason I even heard her name, uh, I seen a video she was supposed to appear on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, and Charlemagne had did a video uh, basically explaining that she was supposed to be here and she's not coming, so. And I, I went back and did my research, and I'm like, okay, uh, let me figure out who this is. Who's he talking about? And that's when I stumbled upon an interview with her and Trevor Noah. And I don't know. It 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 kind of blows my mind that somebody can really feel the way she feels. And I don't. I honestly don't think that any of it is. For lack of a better term, for shits and giggles. I think it's all... I think she's genuinely it, that yeah, way. It doesn't feel like an act. It like she's actually a crazy person. It feels extremely genuine, yeah. <laughs> and she, she... Nothing against people from South Dakota, but... When she mentioned she's from South Dakota, it... it okay. You're like, oh, I kind of understood. Oh, They're, you're from a place without people. Yeah, she she's not seeing too many colors.
1: Yeah, yeah. At all. And yo, she even got on the show and was like, I don't see color. And it was like,
2: <laughs> but... <laughs> what do you do at a traffic light yeah traffic light.
1: so it's like it's like nah like anytime somebody tells you they don't see color it's a lie yeah yeah definitely. people people who actually treat people fairly don't say things like that. exactly and, <laughs> I, and i'm a
2: person thing? and i'm i'm mixed uh dad black mom white so if anybody should be somebody that says i don't see color it, it would definitely be me but no I, I definitely see color but it's just about how you act on it it's about how you how you internalize mm-hmm. seeing color and Yes, I see color, but does it make a difference? No. Uh and I I felt like you just gotta leave it there. Uh you can't judge somebody based on their color. You can see it, but that shouldn't affect the judgment.
1: Uh, so yeah, it was um it was it was interesting. Um now let's you and I I think we argued for like forty five minutes last
2: night.
1: <laughs> um, and let's let's talk about where it came from. What uh what were we watching? It no, was a Supergirl. No,
2: it was... Uh, we were in a group chat. And I had asked the guys uh, if they had seen a preview for a movie called Moonlight.
1: Moonlight, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And uh, the first time I, I had seen a preview, I had seen a 30-second preview on television. Looked like it was going to be a great movie. Looked like... And it probably still is. I haven't <laughs> I seen you. it. I think mean, you already <laughs> taking points away from it, the movie. It, it seemed like it's going to be a great movie. Uh, it's, it looked like it was... Uh, One of those like small town, uh, uh, I don't want to use the term hood, but kind of like a more like a street movie. It kind of looked like a street movie to me from the first from the thirty second preview I seen. Uh, One of the guys looked real thugged out, got goals in his mouth, everything. Uh, Then I was on, uh, I was playing Grand Theft Auto guy I was talking to online, I asked them, I said I asked them if they had heard of a movie called Moonlight. And one of them was like, yeah, with them gay dudes. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold, hold on, hold on. What? Hold on. I'm like, we ain't talking about the same movie, bro. They're like, nah, you talking about one of them dark skinned with the ghosts, or another one light skinned, blah 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 blah. And he had like put them in some water or something. I'm like We still ain't talking about the same movie, bro, because nothing of that nature Seemed like it would come from the preview that I seen, so I had to get on YouTube, watch the full two minute trailer, and man, I, it 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 just caught me all the way off guard. I'm a type of I'm a person I'd rather not uh watch guys kissing. Rather not. If, <laughs> if, if 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 I'm watching a show and it sneaks up on me, I just be like, oh man, I don't want to see it. Yeah,
1: but and that's what they're doing. They're trying to surprise you.
2: Dude, and I. Exactly. And and I was definitely <laughs> thrown all the way to the left. All the way to the left. And so, yeah, go ahead.
1: So when the conversation kind of turned as we're talking, and of course it's it's funny now, and it was funny then, but basically um, we were talking about actors, um, actors taking gay roles. And what Milan came up with was that an actor doing a gay role Makes them more inclined To actually Be gay To be gay And I think I flipped the table all the way over <laughs> I made the table do a 360 Like Jada kisses walls um, Because To me that's absurd uh, Because I think Acting is here. Okay So if you're listening to this You may know I do a little bit of acting Just a little bit And um, I was in this web series, and I had to play uh, a a guy who was shy about going on his first date. I'm a lot of things. But you're not shy. I'm not shy. At all. Um, And I have weird rules about women and rejection, but I'm not shy. Shy is not the term. But I could do the role because I was acting. And I I think kind of what we came to was... He's decided that homosexuality is that thing that you can't fake.
2: Can't do it. <laughs> Cannot do it. You can't passionately kiss another man in his mouth and not have some sort of I I don't I don't know the, the term for it. I just I, I don't know. Why are you passionate? Though? You you can cut me a million dollar check. I'm not kissing another man in the mouth.
1: Cut me a million dollar check. Have fun. Hit 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 record on the camera. <laughs>
2: I'm kissing that man I'm taking care of my family And I will support you For
1: generations You're not getting a dime (laughs) though I will support you You're not
0: getting a single dime I I think another thing
1: That's important um, My brother's Catholic
2: Uh, I was baptized Catholic Uh, I I, kind of go about my own way To be honest with you My brother crosses himself Right before he eats chicken wings um, <laughs>
1: but, but And no and Not to I'm even happy. take it that far But yeah. our father's side of the family Is mostly Catholic um, Our grandfather is not He's a Methodist yeah. But our grandmother and Aunts and uncles and dad Are Catholic mm-hmm. And But I didn't grow up around them So I've been Baptist ever since I was little So You're going to see some things creep in Things like Oh my God, you must be gay. Because they paid you a million dollars <laughs> to kiss their man passionately on set. Like, some of that's going to pop up every now and again. Um, but, yeah. Um, anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here? Good good half-hour first episode. Uh, let's talk about shoes, man. Let's, oh, let's, talk, let's, let's talk about, about Okay, so, okay, let's talk about shoes. So, <laughs> my brother has a ridiculous amount of shoes. And he takes... Such good care of him (laughs) And Like basically All of a sudden There are Like you can stack Probably to the ceiling Almost Shoe boxes In my apartment right now Yep Um All his shoe boxes So He takes good care of him Like I watched him And and because he's a braggart, he's like, I ain't worn the same pair of shoes since I've been down here. You ain't seen me repeat. (laughs) Very few things I
2: take pride in. Very, very few things that make me proud. For whatever reason, I just like shoes. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not the type of dude that's gonna go out and buy them just because they're new. Uh, I buy what I like. But I, I, I like my shoe game, dog. So, uh, we went out. We went out last night.
1: um, But before. I think earlier in that day, whatever shoes you wore the day before, he before he puts them back in the box, he puts the cardboard, yeah, keep shoe all that. Holder Everything in back that came in the with the
2: shoe when I bought it is going right back in it.
1: So here's why this is important. On the flip side, I have this pair of Cement Jordan <laughs> threes that I've had since
2: 2011.
1: I've had that one. are just. The most beat down, raggedy shoes you've they ever seen. They look like
2: seen. they should, but they belong on the island of Misfit Toys.
1: Wow. Um, so yeah, because I wear them like like they're my walk the dog shoes at this point. Like if that helps, maybe we'll put. <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll like Instagram them and put them in the show notes. There's play but, shoes. Um, yeah. So I um, so I got the uh, the true blue cement or true blue threes uh, like a week and a half ago, and I tell them like, and here's the thing: they're still in a box on a table that I'm staring at right now which
2: makes no sense. They're just
1: sitting there. Um and I, what I told him was I might keep them or I might sell them like I don't know. And he looks at me straight-faced and says, "I really think you should keep them. The way you treated your other threes, I think you should keep those to prove that you can take care you of need this." To make up for it. Like basically he's like he's telling me like you didn't uh I don't know, the way you cut the grass wasn't good, so you need to make sure you cut the grass and uh, and edge and the grass this time like, mm-hmm. so I just, you know it's one of those things, I might keep them, I might get rid of them, like I like shoes but me keeping up with things <laughs> me keeping up with things for appearances is very difficult, um, like I brush my teeth, put lotion on that's important, uh, but yeah so,
2: shoes <laughs> Real quick on the shoes thing, uh, Nike and all Adidas and they need to get it together, man. It, what do you mean? It, it's an, it's 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 it blows my mind how somebody can pay retail two hundred dollars for a pair of Yeezys two hundred dollars two hundred dollars for some low top uh, Yeezy three fifties. Uh, soon as you buy them, you can resell them for a thousand dollars. That's an eight hundred dollar disparity. That means that, uh, and I, I hope it doesn't happen, but. Adidas could sell these shoes for $1,000 and they'd still sell out. Uh, But what that also means is that a lot of people want these shoes and are willing to pay whatever amount of money for them. And what I don't understand is uh, Jordan and and Nike and Adidas releasing all these shoes in such limited quantities thinking it's going to oversaturate and they won't be as, uh, I guess... Clamored for as they as they are now. I, I I feel like if you if you if you produced if you mass produced Yeezys, everyone in America would wind up with a pair of Yeezys, and would be willing to pay two hundred dollars as long as they're available to get to get a pair of Yeezys. And I I got a lot of shoes. I don't got any Yeezys. They make it entirely too hard to get them initially, and trying to get them on the secondary market. I there's a lot of things I can do with a thousand dollars. Not buy some shoes.
1: Let me ask you. If there's a really pretty girl and you meet her at a bar and she sees you from across the bar, on the way to talk to you, she kisses every guy she walks past and then comes
2: to talk to you, you still want to kiss her? Might not kiss her? But... Don't say what you would do. But her shot can be... She can take that shot.
0: <laughs> she can still shoot. She can still shoot. <laughs> no, and, and, think-
2: and and I might... I might I might hit her. I'll still hit her up. I'll hit her up. I, I'll get the number and everything. But, but I'm not kissing.
1: If you walked outside, um, like let's say there's a party going on across the hall, right? Mm-hmm. You're wearing what you're wearing right now, and you open the door to my to my to my apartment. You're looking across the hall at the other apartment, and everybody's in a caps jersey and camo pants. Are you going to change?
2: That yes, but I, I will say this though. Uh with that, everybody everybody knows somebody with a pair of all white air forces. Yeah. At least one. Yeah. Most people know five to ten people who mm-hmm. own a pair of all white air forces. And if you don't have all them white air D, air, yeah. exactly yeah. and a pair of, a, a pair of all white bricks never get never gets old. Yeah. You can go to you can go to whatever club you want, you can go to whatever bar you want. You can you can go to the mall you can see 50 people with all white bricks on mm-hmm. it, it, it's not going to change your opinion of it. you're still going to look at them like them, them some all white bricks they icy and I fuck with them I I, I, I just don't understand you could and, and here's another thing and there's so many different colors would you want
1: a million dollars today or would you want $100,000 a year for the next 10 years. $100,000 a year, next 10 years. I think that's the mindset. I think it's that we could make a million pair of these shoes, mm. or we can make $100,000. Because if they made, if they brought out the Cement 3s right now,
2: mm-hmm.
1: if they made 100 pairs, they sell out. If they made 500 pairs, they sell out. If they made a million pairs, they'd sell out. Mm-hmm. The Cement 3... Is going to sell out, want to right? to sell out, no matter what. But I don't think they sell out if you make a million a year. And people smarter than us right. are doing this research. Right. But I think as, as terrible as it is that you can't get the things that you want, um, I think the plan is stringing people along for, for that long period of time Very because true. you're always going to have that prototype. Like, shoes are that thing where you don't, lose the ability to make that same shoe like somebody else can't make that shoe the next year right you know it's like it's not like a like a superhero movie where your studio can lose the rights and then another studio can pick it up and mm-hmm. make the movie you know like it's yeah. you have the patent for that shoe and they it just what yeah. but yeah i I agree like i I want things to be easier to get like i I'm doing Christmas shopping right now yeah things aren't um, as easy to find as they should be. Like, you think... like you know, I remember when you couldn't get a goddamn Furby back <laughs> in the day. <family. laughs> <And> they were <laughs> flying like, off the shelves. Yeah, but now mm-hmm. it's like adult stuff. Like, oh, she wants that pair of yoga pants. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, why are these so hard to find? So, yeah. No, I'm definitely with you, but I think that's more the mindset that they um, they know that they can sell these things forever, so why sell them all at once?
2: You know, I think what, what makes me feel even worse about it is that uh, before... Before Kanye even released The Yeezy Shoe with Adidas What what he said And you know Forgive me for taking anything Kanye said As serious And forgive me for taking his word as Bond But uh ouch, He said ouch. He said uh He would make them more affordable He would make them a lot easier to get And It's, it's the complete opposite They're they're less expensive than the Nike Yeezys, but it's still it's yeah, it's disgusting to me. It's just it's, it's so disgusting.
1: Can we take a moment to pray for uh, Kanye West?
2: Yeah, uh, get well soon, Kanye. Uh, He's going through it right now, but I mean, it ain't new. He'll being, be alright. Yeah,
1: being being a selfish fan, being the selfish fan that I am, it's been a rough year. Yeah, like you, you don't want to stop. Loving an artist, and then when they do things, you can't love. It's so
2: are but how much of it do you think is self inflicted? All of it. Then, yeah. No, all of it. All um, of now,
1: good. now, when I say when I say it, what I'm referring to is like the things you say. You know, the weight of your own voice. Yeah. So the things you say, um, you know, you you're choosing to say them, and he's not the type of person to apologize or. To even kind of alter, yeah, yeah, retrace your steps to kind of to kind of alter, take a step back from things he said, and um, like clarify what he means. So you know a lot of that you bring in yourself, but yeah, man, get get well as soon as you can. Um. So yeah, next week we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. Heisman, college football playoff,
2: um, <laughs> Redskins getting on these Cardinals' ass. That's gonna be fun
1: you know what's funny? Next week we're probably doing a big ensemble show because the homies will be in town. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be that'll be fun for people to wonder what we're talking about. My uh, my birthday party's next week. It was going to be the big three one. So, Thirty one, so exciting. So exciting. So yeah, we're gonna have a full house. Um, probably <laughs> probably get the homies on the show. Uh, but yeah, man, no, I think uh, as a, as a good first opening episode, I think we've about hit our mark. Uh, this has been the uh, South Congress Podcast The uh, the Hawkins Brothers Show For Milan, I am Cameron And we're out
0: Hall of Fame game, but I'm not a cowboy And I'm impatient, I want it all right now, boy This is your nigga Black Bob And I don't need no cash, it's in a fucking black car I start hard, hey I start hard, hey I start hard, hey Yeah, Black Bobby, baby. A uh-huh. square beast, baby. Yes. Best kept secret. Ha. Yes.